0: Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage, it is I, your humble servant, the Q diggity dog in the Moran Family Studio, iPhone edition, in the studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, say what's up to the people. Hey, guys. So we are going to do uh, a great episode today, and hopefully it's thought-provoking for you, and you will do these things, if you haven't already, to kind of... Get down to the beans and weenies of what 2021 was for you and your family. How are you memorializing that? What changed? Um, what changed within your control? What changed without you know outside of your control? And then how can 2022 be better? And we have a few things that I'm sure we'll talk about. There's we had a lot of adventure. We had change in our life we have some change you know moving forward that we might discuss as well um so let's uh let's do what we do love and uh and get into this thing um any formal way you want to say goodbye to 2021
1: well they can't see my finger on the phone so it doesn't really matter
0: oh so 2021 was not a great year for you
1: it wasn't wasn't the worst. I mean twenty twenty still holds the candle on that one. But twenty twenty one was still rough because things are still inconsistent. They're undecided. Lockdown, don't lock down, kids go to school, kids don't go to school. It was um you know, starting it off with my dad in the hospital was probably not the best way <laughs> to start the year. Um we had a lot of ups during the year, but there were just so many um incomplete because you just couldn't plan. We're so used to planning our trips, our hockey games, our family time, our vacations, your time off, you know, the big events for school. And even that it's like the girls get excited for a school dance and a week before they say, okay, well, we're shutting it down because there's been an outbreak of X amount of people on campus or, you know, just stupid stuff that we can't foresee and we can't control and it's really hard when you're trying to teach your kids time management skills and you know how to plan their routines and get them ready for their jobs and all these things and we can't even control that stuff on our end you know
0: yeah and you know it's I think that's a great lesson for us all in understanding that you know 12 months is uh on one side of the the perspective there is a long time because while things were crazy from December twenty into January twenty twenty one, like you say, with your dad being in the hospital, fast forward to December, and that's not even on the radar. Yeah, that that's water that is so far under the bridge. I think that's why it's important. Just my opinion, why it is important to go back and take a look. Now, it was really, really difficult. But the wonderful thing about it is your dad won.
1: He did. He did. And, and um, I'm glad that he's still around. I guess what bothers me the most now is that he's constantly living in fear from here on out. And that's hard because, you know, when, when you want to go visit or you want to go spend time with someone and they're so paranoid that you're going to bring something into their home, it's really hard to do that, you know? Our year was supposed to start off with a trip it's the first time I was gonna take two of the girls just me and them never been on a plane with them before you know it was gonna be a big just a little three-day trip but it's a big deal for them it's a, a defining moment for them you know a milestone and it got shut down because of the paranoia with what's going on and it's just it's stupid I mean my parents don't even leave their house anymore they have everything delivered everything is delivered the only time I leave the house is for a doctor's appointment
0: well, I don't really want to put your parents on blast, but you know, we're we are talking about our year in review and that's something I think that's another distinction um that probably the gap probably grew grew wider within all the families around yeah. the world and what their take on COVID is. I can tell you what our take is, which is let's get back to life. COVID is not going anywhere. We've had COVID, we have immunity. in in the United States, you know, there's a couple of states that are shut down that have remained shut down, like, you know, California and New York and probably like uh, Michigan, I guess. But the rest of the country has been open and living life. That's been what's happening. And it's been difficult for us, you know, because there's all kinds of different travel restrictions. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate that we, you know, we got through uh, COVID. It was really odd our experience with COVID yeah. because in the beginning of the year, three out out of the eleven got it, and we, you know, we were all in the same house, no real social distancing going on, and none, none of the rest of us got it. We all tested negative, and then uh, fast forward to September, and probably the,
1: the other eight got it, and the rest of us were fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. You know, just looking at our own clinical trial, that's what's uh, kind of driven our, like our COVID policy in our house, if you will. And um there's just, we have family members and friends who are, you know, really, really worried worried and scared. And, uh you know, no doubt COVID is a real thing. It affects each person differently, but... You know, you got to consider – we've considered the damage it does with uh, isolation and, you know, all those things, which we're not really going to get into. But it's just – there is a struggle between – from some families and friends on uh, what happens. I think the gap got just a little bit wider when, you know, just looking at the differences between how people deal with COVID.
1: Well, so that's what kind of made 2021 difficult for me is um – because of all these indecisive things, one minute we're closed, next minute we're not, all the the different plans, and and I mean, the way the school did it is just ridiculous, but what bothers me is now you have divides in families, you have divides in people and friendships, all because of A, vaxxed or not vaxxed, I don't care, it's none of your business, it's none of my business, stay out of my stuff, and B, it's like, I can't go to a family member's home if I don't abide by X rules because of this situation. And if they come into my house and I don't abide by those same rules, but it's my house, it's like, now we've got these arguments going on and we don't get to see, like my parents, we normally see them four to six times a year. They can't travel anymore. So we're making arrangements to go see them. But when they're afraid we're going to bring something into their home, that limits what I can do and it, I only have a short time left. You know what I mean? That's the stuff I'm talking about. It's not that the year itself sucked. It's the things that happened to change our lives and to distance us from family, to distance us from friends. I think that's what made 2021 harder for me. So I'm looking forward to being able to move into 2022 and, you know, we're just going to start living life again. And if y'all come with us, great. If you don't, I'm just going to keep moving forward. The kids deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. They need it. I mean, just being isolated is enough to to cause a lot of breakdown. And I deal with enough of that on my own. I can't imagine letting the kids go through it and not giving them an out.
0: Yeah, and I think it's uh, I think it's really affected. It's really affected people in such a negative way. I think you know mental uh, mental wellness. You know, mental illness is has been affected by this isolation uh, situation as well. And I know. I was listening to an episode of uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Jocko Willink um, the other day when I was working out. And because the rest of the country is open and operating, you know, he came – Jocko lives in San Diego, but he came back to uh, L.A. to do a show. And it was like like an alien space station. Yeah, And people – not to mention, you know, the sad – it's sad and disgusting, the the homeless situation in Los Angeles – but people were just very, very, very afraid. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, in a very respectful way, is like, you know, the rest of the country's open. We're visiting. I'm doing shows. I'm shaking hands and taking pictures. And um, it's okay. It's okay to come out of this. I and mean,
1: something as simple as saying hello right now. And people, like, they'll say hello, but then they take three steps back. And you're like, dude. I mean, our son waves and says hi to somebody, and they're just like looking at him funky, and it's not because he's autistic. That that's the part that gets me. Normally, it's because he's bubba, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, and this is not to give you our stance on COVID. It's just us talking to one. That's how it's impacting us. Oh, yeah, and I want to, I want you to take a step back and look at how it's impacting you. Um, I the year uh, twenty twenty when my grandfather passed away. You know, COVID was going on, and it was so it was so sad that i lost so much time with him in person and that i didn't uh i didn't just i don't know go sit in front of his screen door and we could visit or whatever he was comfortable with i'm so sad that i did not take more time and i don't want to uh i don't want to make that mistake again so we are we are moving ahead with our life and our our life and family and whatnot, we're you know we're open so that we can you know continue to engage in that healthy human interaction that we need so bad as a human being. So, you know, take stock. Um, you know, if your if your opinion on COVID is different than ours, don't lose the message. Just to take a step back and say how how is this, how has this affected my my life and my relationships and and you know maybe look at what it is you can do to make sure you maintain those healthy connections because man we need it we need it for you know for our mental well-being it just gets really difficult when you shut yourself off and you forget how to act within society and uh you know social media makes that an issue too just you say things that you would never say face to face with somebody because you have you have some kind of gap and you know and how your have an courtesy imaginary mask yeah
1: well so the flip side of it though 2021 the good parts of it senior year started
0: yep 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 we've yep we've
1: got some working jobs now yes learning new responsibilities we've got a couple of them that are getting into um getting ready to get their permits and and start learning to drive jesus help me jesus um, take
0: two weeks.
1: <laughs> you know we have Graduation's coming this year. You and I finally got to, to like start going out on dates again and getting our routine a little bit back to normal. Um,
0: we got to go to our first NFL game.
1: We did, and it was amazing. We got to go to my first hockey game in a new arena I've never been to before. Uh, we went and watched the Stars play, and um, we have been to a Kings game. So I've been to an Ontario game. I'm slowly gaining momentum back into my sport.
0: That's right. Um, back into hockey.
1: It's, it's still a little awkward, but we, we've been able to get out and, and do more things. I mean, we went and took the kids to a movie as a family, which we haven't done in a really long time. Yep. And we've done that a couple of times this year.
0: We went to see Ghostbusters, which was great. And then uh, we also went to see Spider-Man which yeah. was great, uh, minus Kiki on that one, so you could get an opportunity to watch the movie.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's the weird part right now for me, and I'm still trying to find an adjustment is Hunter and Kirsten and getting back into what's normal and socializing, but um, I think we'll get there. It's... They're gonna age out of school soon, so everything's gonna shift anyway. I'm just trying to mentally prepare myself for where that's going.
0: Yep. But I mean, we
1: had family trips. We went on vacation for the wedding. Taylor's wedding was a huge blast.
0: Yeah, Taylor's um, wedding, you know, was phenomenal. Um, going out to Idaho and visiting the family. I just, I, I commend your side of the family, um, which whom I love, but you know. Your mom and dad, your uh, sister, your brother-in-law, your nieces, they, I mean, they just accepted us with open arms, accepted Josiah, made us feel like a part of the family. Incredible, you know, that our in-laws let us stay at their house. Um, It was amazing. It was amazing. I got
1: amazing.
0: to shoot my gun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jeannie,
0: <laughs> Jeannie got to shoot her uh, her gun for the first time. Um, actually that, that was the trip before, but 2021 was the first time you got to shoot your gun. We have some, uh, we have some just natural shooters. Yeah, we do. Some natural people that have some natural talent. I mean, Jeannie's first, first pull, she hit the target right away, which was like, wow. Wow. She's got some talent.
1: And he didn't just saying.
0: You're full of it. (laughs) I sure did. (laughs) Talk that kind of mess. <laughs> Matter of fact, I shot the long rifle too and I hit that target. Ting, ting, ting. Yeah, I did. Anyway, um, Hunter got his chance, his first chance to shoot a gun, which was awesome. And uh, he the,
1: actually did really well with the rifle. I was surprised.
0: Yeah, he did. He did great. So, you know, if you live outside of the United States of America, you know, we live in the USA where we still have uh, the Second Amendment and uh, we have the right to to bear arms. And we also have the right to go out and enjoy the sport of shooting, which is really awesome. And that was a major milestone for our family. Just another one, as I write them down here, uh, the family's first chance to, to shoot yeah. guns. So that's, that's awesome. And so, I mean, uh, we took Josiah to his first uh, NBA basketball game. Uh-huh. And he got to go see his favorite team, the Brooklyn Nets. And he was thrilled. It was a great experience. Um, he actually did
1: good this year. He got an a AHL hockey game and his first Dodgers game and his first NBA basketball game in, all in one year.
0: And that is what our family, that's what we thrive on. That's what we were seeking to create, you know, was creating those family experiences. And he, he got in and he, he got to create his own. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is... That's a beautiful, a beautiful thing about 2021. I mean, with all the difficulty we went through, we did go through some really dark and difficult times. It was hard, you know, Um, but man, there's a lot of upside. What else did you like about 2021?
1: I think one of my favorite, and it's so simple, was getting to hug Muriel.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. She's like everybody's grandma at the hockey games. And um, my mom and I met her a couple years ago going to a Kings event because we didn't know where we were going. And here's this little old lady. And, I mean, she is decked out with Kings. I mean, earrings, her glasses have little things hanging off the side. You you knew she was a Kings fan. There was no guessing. And so we bumped into her, and I asked her for some help. And she walked us through everything. I ended up running into her at a game. Um, I think the next day and she was just all over us from that point on and then she got to meet the kids at a game and that just excited her even more because she we, we talk on Twitter we don't really see each other much but so when we do see each other at games that was her thing is everybody is her kid and she needs to get that love from everybody and when COVID hit she was really hurt by the fact that a lot of these people that she's been close to for so long it, it was like hi from six feet away but you yeah. know waving or something and all she wanted was just to love on everybody that that's just who she is so when we saw her at the game i stood there for a minute and just looked at her
0: and she was the one and she was the one
1: was like can i hug you is that okay it's like absolutely get over here then she asked quincy can i hug you too it's like yeah we're not afraid of you you can give us a hug so we've seen her a couple of times at games now and that's the first thing she does is if we spot each other across the glass she will send each other a message on twitter hey can i come hug you real quick and we'll make a, a way to meet in, but just seeing her so excited to just give something as simple as a hug—that's probably one of my favorite memories of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was a great. That was a great moment because it really like switched on a light within her, mm-hmm. and that, and that goes back to talking about what we need. You know, if you have a healthy mind, I mean, it will fuel a healthy body. And part of that that healthy mind is interacting with other human beings, and it's extremely, extremely important, you know, that you do that. And I, another really interesting, you know, thing that happened in twenty twenty one is I had to put my money where my mouth is, and uh, I took another role within uh, the company I work for.
1: Yeah, the job has officially switched over.
0: And it, uh, big change. Big you know change. what,
1: though? The impact it has on the kids, everything else aside, the job aside, the, the you know, all the, the normal, what's the word I'm looking for? Office structure, so to speak, of what we do. The biggest impact, being able to text Mo and say, hey, daddy's going to pick you up from practice today because I have to be here. And having her send me, like, eek across the screen and all these silly emojis because daddy's actually home and can come get me and it's something so small or saying hey guys dad's coming home for lunch today so if you're doing something and you want to spend time with him like everybody stops because dad's home and it's the coolest feeling to watch them you know when they find out you're going to be home at 5 o'clock instead of at 7.30 or 8 o'clock it just it's a change for them that they're just grabbing a hold of. It's like getting whatever daddy time they can.
0: Yeah. And I tell you, you know, the first week during that transition going from one side of our, our business to another, it was, I was way outside of my comfort zone and excuse the terminology. But the first week I thought to myself, what the hell did I get myself into? (laughs) I've been with this company going on 22 years And I have never felt like a fish out of water like I do right now. But, you know, in spite of that, I started to get, I started kind of, I kind of started getting overwhelmed with the things that I didn't know. And that is always, always going to be more vast than what you do know. So what I had to do was kind of pull a page out of my own playbook, focus on what I could affect and then take that and keep it super simple. That's it's kind of the kiss mentality. Now I, uh, some people use keep it simple stupid <laughs> which mm-hmm. is funny to me. But for me it um I really had to focus on the things that I could affect and start to structure myself for success and I think it, just looking at it for what I want to do with this podcast and other podcasts that we're going to start, this is a beautiful opportunity for me to learn, um, to work hard, to do the work with the company that, uh, that I'm working for. And it will teach me some of the things I need to know to go out and make an impact outside of the professional world and in the world where I have these passion projects, one of them being marriage and the other one being family. So it... Uh, it was wild how things went down. It was wild making the, the, the change and the transition. But I would say, overall, I see it as a major, major plus. Um, and we had some big time struggles in the beginning of the year. And thank God, some friends of mine that are also men of faith like myself, they believe in God, um, they kind of gave us an idea of how this thing would, would pan out. It was Coach Rita. My dear friend Steven and uh, my cousin Shane. And they really, uh, even Mr. Jackson had some time to speak into my life when these things were going on. And I will tell you, it it panned out accordingly. And it was great to get that kind of encouragement and kind of to see it work through. And, you know, I um, I loved what I did. Absolutely loved it, you know. But it was time... Um, for the sake of my family, it was time to make a change where I can work when I'm working. When I'm not working, I can be with my family, which is not what my my former position offered. That's just the nature of that job. Yeah, especially in the time of growth that we were a part of. So, with with the way that transition happened, it couldn't have been any more profound. It couldn't have been any more perfect in my opinion. It just went extremely, extremely well.
1: Yeah. I think, um, we, we knew in your other position, you know, what was expected and what would happen. And we had, we had already wrapped our head around how busy it would be and how on call you would be, but we didn't know shutdowns were coming and all these other things were going to happen, which just intensified work period. So, um, you know, when the time came and we had to do a reassessment, it's like, well, this is what the family needs right now. How do we accomplish this? And this job was just such an easy transition to get to where we needed to go. It just it had to be right because there was no real um, pushback on on our side of things. You know, everything just kind of switched over real easy. Um, the family schedule, we um, we're still working on that. We've still got some hiccups to work in there. Because originally it was, this is what the schedule is going to be. And then we had to have a shutdown moment and say, okay, stop everything. We've got to revamp this because we didn't know what the new schedule was going to be. And now that we do have an idea, um, we're finally getting on track with, you know, where you need to be, when you need to be. And the kids are finally getting an idea of how present you're going to be. And that, I think, has been a huge shift. Yeah, in the household as far as mentally and emotionally, because they, there's no question on whether or not we can rely on you being there. Not because you didn't want to be there, but you know, crap happens when you're in a management seat and you don't have an option to, yeah, say no.
0: Yeah, because I signed up to be there, yeah, and, and run it like it was my business and physically, you know, and mentally support the group. That that is just the way that I decided to go about my business. So really uh some really exciting, exciting times that we've had. And um overall I would say, you know, I, I wanted to talk on this particular show um about what we could do to make twenty twenty two better. What did we learn from twenty one and how can we apply it to twenty two? But we are running. Very short on time. It probably
1: needs to be its own show, to be honest.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But here's, you know, the takeaways I want you to, I want you as our listeners to grab, you know, just to grab out of this particular show is what was 21? What were the tough times? What were the great times? And how can you wrap your hands around the gratitude you have because you made it through the difficult times, even when maybe you thought you You couldn't and look at those great times and say, hey, man, I have a lot of gratitude for this and these are the experiences that we had and this is what I want to create more of because effectively speaking, if you are not doing these things on purpose, then you're just allowing life to live you and we are guilty of that in our life. So I I just want to really encourage you to take a step back to do what we did on this show um and then go take a step further and say what is it that uh, i learned from 21 that i can take into 22 i don't put a ton of value in the years you know i just continue life on i it's just an, in my opinion it's another day um but if it's something that helps you you know and it gives you that the structured time frame to be able to accomplish things you know we have to do that right now because i think it's imperative that we do that right now simply Um, because we have kids that are going to be moving on to other phases of their life, and Mm -hmm. we've only got so much time, so we do have to utilize these, uh, you know, these years.
1: Well, we're moving on to new phases of our life because they're moving on to new phases of their lives. So
0: that's right. It's a
1: a complete 360 at the moment. Of wow, okay, (laughs) what are what are we all doing, and how are we all doing it?
0: That's right. So before we wrap this episode up, I just want to uh, say to you, Happy New Year from the Moran family. Uh, also, I want to talk to you. If you're in America and you eat beef, then you need to dive in to look for your local ranchers and figure out how you can support them. I've recently, started, uh, recently made a purchase of local American beef from Robert Woody Ranch. This will be our first go of it, but um, when I heard about what was going on in our in our market for American beef, um, it really frustrated me, and uh, I don't have time to go into it, but what I do want you to do is support your local ranchers, because I think to the tune of 20,000 ranchers a year in this country are going out of business, and uh, I don't want to see those family... Uh, traditions this this particular ranch was started in 1862 and i when i talked to gloria she told me you know it was uh her it's been in her family since then so i just encourage you to go uh look for some local uh resources when it comes to however you buy your meat and invest in your community because they are a part of your community fair enough fair enough yeah and i i told gloria i said you know I'm gonna talk about you. Know, they're, it's not like they're a sponsor of the show, or <laughs> nothing like that. No,
1: but when we find things, especially when it's you know they're family owned, they're homegrown. These are these are things that are have been staples for so many years, and it's a, a person's livelihood. It's their family's livelihood, their legacy. That's what we're about. Correct is livelihood and legacy and family, and wh- Why wouldn't you put out there? If we find it, we support it. We've we've got a local butcher shop here that we use periodically too for the same reason. It's a little bit more costly than some other places, but I don't want them to lose what they have because they're a small person versus, you know, mainstream stores. But I I don't know, we've we've just kind of looked at different things and we see the value in it.
0: I agree. And one of the last things that you didn't mention in the last thirty seconds of this program is the christmas gift that i got you. So, you're going to have to brag about that. Best christmas gift she ever received, i'm sure.
1: I officially have a Jonathan Quick game used hockey stick. Yes. And it is my favorite thing next to my Kings blanket that i have gotten for christmas. So, i'm a happy. I'm birthday. doing
0: good, boys. This is it. Man versus Marriage the podcast.